You're listening to Vincenzo Landino on the Brand Boost Podcast, powered by Zoom. All right, joining us on the podcast today is uh, an individual that bought his first business when he was 19 years old, uh, an online stock market simulator called Cool Wall Street. And after selling it and seeing benefits uh, in buying a business over starting one, he caught the business buying bug. And since then, he's bought and sold over 30 businesses. And maybe that number is higher. I'm not even sure. Uh, he's helped clients all over the world buy over uh, 100 different businesses. Uh, joining me is Mr. Ace Chapman. I love the name Ace, by the way. I feel like I feel like I got an ace in the hole by having yeah, you on the Yeah, on the, the ace in the hole, man. I'm, I'm glad to be here with you. And, and that is correct. So now we've done, or personally, I'm, I'm up to about 44 deals. I currently have a portfolio of about 28 businesses that I am holding that I'm kind of partners at different levels on. So yeah, we're, we're constantly doing, doing deals and uh, learning a lot along the way. Uh, you know, you definitely have experience and, and I'm sure you have so many cool stories and we'll get into those shortly, but I want to hear a little bit about this stock market simulator, cool wall street. Uh, how in on earth at 19 years old, did you go into that at all? Like what made you want to do that? <laughs> So I was just a user of the site and, you know, I've always been a little bit of a business nerd and a stock market nerd and just curious about it. So I was a user and had my little account. They allowed, they gave me virtual money. You could go and invest it in the market and win prizes. And I, I, I just had fun with it. The most annoying thing was that the site was always crashing. Um, you know, they, they never responded to, you know, customer issues and, and things like that. And there was a forum where basically everybody was like, man, this thing is awesome, but these people that are running it suck. So I reached out to them to uh, be an intern with them. Uh, the summer after my sophomore year. And sure enough, didn't hear anything back for almost a month. And they wrote back and said, hey, we've actually moved on to another project. This thing is taking up a bunch of our time. We want to sell it. Would you be interested in buying it? And I'm thinking, okay, that escalated really quickly. Like, I I just wanted to be an intern. (laughs) (laughs) And more than anything, I I continued the conversation just because I was curious. I, I Even at that point, the last thing on my mind was, oh, I'm going to buy this thing. So I was curious how much money they were making and how much they wanted to sell it for. And, and basically it was making about 60,000. They were willing to sell it for 70,000. And again, you know, I had 3000 in my bank account from working the summer before in savings. That was like my life savings. So I'm thinking 3000 is a long ways from 70,000, but I stayed in touch with them. And over time, kind of worked out a deal where they were willing to finance part of it. I was able to raise some money from a a friend of mine in college who actually had about 15,000. And then unbeknownst to my parents, I took out some credit card loans that they would have killed me if they ever found out that uh, I, I I had taken out loans for this to send a random person that I'd never met over. You got to go back to this like 98, 99. So it's like this thing called the Internet and you're sending all this money and going into debt for to send these folks money. So uh, fortunately, it was not a Nigerian print scam. And uh, I, I got the business and it started to make money. You know, stories like this, uh, they really 
make you like you said, 98, 99. Right. And nowadays we hear words like crowdfunding, you know, but that wasn't a word back then crowdfunding. No. And it wasn't, it wasn't even like a, it wasn't even a buzz topic. And now here, you know, <laughs> this is something you did because you had to, uh, I'm going to steal something from a, a guest I had on the show a couple weeks ago, get scrappy. You really had to find mm-hmm. out ways to do this. And, and that's what I really find interesting about, uh, individuals like yourself that, you know, not only are you interested in businesses, but you found ways to do it. And that's, that's kind of the message. Uh, let, let's, before we go on, I want, I'd love to hear, um, if you had a message for people that wanted to either start businesses or buy businesses, I, I now I know you encourage to buy existing businesses, but just anybody interested in business at all, mm-hmm. what would you say to them when it comes to doing that? You know, because a lot of the things you probably hear and I've heard are, I don't have the money. I don't have that kind of money to buy a business or to start a business. But what would you say to them if, if you were in their shoes, because you've been in their shoes 40 plus times plus a hundred other times for clients. So how, how, what would you say to them? That, you know, the number one is this, the whole, um, transition in thinking or paradigm shift in that money is really just an, an idea. Um, and we see it every day when we're negotiating with uh, sellers of businesses, where in a lot of cases, they money isn't the most important thing. You know, we've had deals where the most important thing for that seller was the fact that they need to get out of the business as quickly as possible you know, I've, I've bought businesses where the, you know, the husband or wife has been transferred. They need to sell the business as quickly as possible, or there were health issues. And so, um, anytime you're, you're, you're doing anything, it's, uh, the, you, you want to try to think creatively about, um, ways you can get things done that may not necessarily take money. So, you know, if you're trying to start an e-commerce business, where can you get the inventory that uh, isn't going to, they're willing to either give you credit or it's old inventory and, and that kind of thing. Or where can you find software developers if it's a SaaS business that would be interested in, in equity in your idea? Maybe they've worked in that industry and that kind of thing. So the only limit is creativity and thinking is definitely not the money. What is the most creative deal you've ever uh, bartered? Well, we've done a lot of no money down deals. And the the funny thing is that it's a lot more um, around solving that seller's problem than it is um, necessarily like uh, doing some crazy deal structure. Uh, one of the quickest turnaround deals that, that we had uh, and definitely took some thinking out of the box and, and you know, being open to paradigm shifts for me was uh, when I was doing offline businesses, I had a lead come in for a tanning salon. And, you know, being African-American, I had literally never walked into a tanning salon until you know, I went to go meet with this seller. Yeah. And I'm talking to her and, you know, we're going through the business. I'm literally learning as I'm, I'm learning about this whole industry as I'm talking to her. And, um, you know, I'm, she's definitely motivated. She needs to sell the business like yesterday. 
And, you know, I love that. The next thing was she was really flexible on the price. And then we got into the business itself. And I found out that, you know, the business had been in business for 22 years for offline deals. I just love those kinds of businesses. My last uh, offline deal has been in business for 36 years. Those kind of things aren't going anywhere. But over the course of those years, he built up this database of 15,000 people. And so I'm asking about the database. I'm like, so how many of those people uh, of your lead list are customers? And she was like, well, we don't have leads. All we have information on is customers. So I'm like, so all 15,000 of these people are people that have done business with you? And she's like, yeah, that's the only time we get information. Wow. So the obvious next question was, how often have you been emailing them or, or Never. You know, <laughs> mailing them or, or whatever? And she's like, oh, I don't want to do that because I don't want to bother them. And I'm like, OK, well, that, that's understandable. But like, when was the last time? And she was like, never. I would I would never do that. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. OK, I'll take the business. <laughs> and we, we literally like I got on her computer and wrote up a contract and uh, bought that that business. So literally the very first time I ever walked into a tanning salon, 20 minutes later, I walked out the owner. Wow, that's that's a. That's a cool story. <laughs> what is, you know, what kind of businesses have you bought in the past? And I, I know we, we were talking about you buying more um, internet-based businesses now, but you know, earlier on in your career, what types of businesses were, were you buying? Maybe like, I don't know, what's the craziest business you ever bought? Yeah, it's, it really was just a wide range of businesses. Everything from mortgage companies to spas to uh, real estate kind of based businesses, um, you know, a, a, a clothing store. And now that we're doing um, internet businesses, it's literally, it's everything, all kinds of, of business models. You know, we've done SaaS, we've got e-commerce businesses, uh, businesses in just the most random niches. Um, and, you know, it's a, it's a really neat um, time just because multiples are, are really low. There's a, a lot of um, activity going on, a lot of new business models from FBA to just the affiliate side of, of Amazon. So you, you have all these platforms that you can build businesses on top of and, and kind of like you said, I mean, you, you talk about things like crowdfunding, uh, which we, we own a, a blog in the crowdfunding space that's all about peer to peer lending. And, you know, just to f- like you think about when I got started in this stuff, peer to peer lending was not a thing. And now, you know, I have a business that only exists because this new thing that is just coming to market. It's, it has uh, kind of allowed that to be a, a thing. <laughs> what what um, like, what are you seeing in terms of like trends of who's looking to buy these types of businesses? What um, I mean, it could be a demographic, uh, you know, age demographic. It could be gender, race, anything. What you know, what, what are your observations? It's really exciting to me because we do get to work with a lot of different type of types of people on both sides you know, doing offline businesses, I really focused on uh, the Southeast and really only a couple of states that I could drive to and and manage businesses with. But, you know, last week I was on a call with somebody in New Delhi. You know, I've got partners on deals that um, are in Australia and um, uh, South Africa and uh, Korea. And so it's, 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 you know, really neat that 
Now, you know, we, we had a call yesterday on one of our e-commerce businesses that we own and all the partners were on. And, you know, literally one partner's in California, another one's in Florida, another one's in Denver. Uh, I can't even, the other one is traveling around all over the place. And, uh, you know, it's, it's this neat thing. And then you just have this huge uh, varied in, in age and demographic. I mean, just taking the last 48 hours, we had somebody that joined our program that was really exciting for me because he's 19. He's, he's in college, out in California, came across what we're doing, is really interested in, in buying businesses. And I had no idea. He'd already kind of signed up and paid. And I like to check out each person. And, I, you know, it sounded really mature. So I was like, oh, how old are you? And found out he was 19. I was like, whoa, that, that's that's awesome, man, that you're even thinking about this in the stuff. making. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that's, you know, just a thrill for me. And then, you know, this morning talking to um, a, a, a guy who's worked, who's an engineer, his wife is a doctor, and, you know, they're older and looking to take some of the money they've made and just, you know, there, there are very few places that create the return and, and income that this does. So they're, they're gaining that expertise. So it, I mean, you talk about those two extremes. Uh, yeah. it, it's, it's really neat. I'm, I'm curious too. Uh, what about gender? Is, is there a, women is are men looking to buy? Um, I, you know, this is, uh, this that is, my own is curiosity definitely where it is skewed. We do have a, a few women, I would say about 10%, 10 to 15%. Are, are women. And so it's heavily skewed towards men. Uh, but we've, we've done some of the women have done some amazing deals. It's, it's a really awesome opportunity for women too, because there are so few of them, but women are spending a ton of money online. So, um, you know, a, 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 the interesting thing is a lot of the deals that the women have bought, they end up growing because it's, uh, you know, like we have this business that's in the hair weave industry. Well, a guy built that business, but now, you know, one of my clients is a woman is taking over it and it's really exploding because she obviously is more in tune with the market. The same thing with a, a beauty blog where, you know, the, the guy who started it was very mathematical and realized, okay, this is a niche and I can do this, but he had no passion. There was no connection with the audience. It was just, you know, numbers. And she's been able to grow that business. We're, we're doing the same thing on a, a e-commerce business that we're in the process of trying to buy right now where, you know, the guy's brilliant. And so we can take their foundation and then add a, a little bit of love and passion around the, um, the, the subject and, and really grow that. Now, I know you have a formula, the ACE formula, which is also the name of your book. So I, I want to get into that in a, a second. Um, do you recommend that people are, you know, people buy a business for flipping or is it long-term cash flow or what, what, you know, what is your personal recommendation? This is like, what are you recommending that people, is it case by case? Um, you know, because yeah, it, it so, almost sounds like, it almost sounds like for certain people, this is a way of investment rather than, you know, playing in the stock market or, you know, going and buying real estate. This is, Hey, we're going to go and invest in a business. So what are your recommendations? And if you have some, you know, that are specific to a certain person, maybe you can give some examples. Yeah. So there are three models that we work in. The first is just, I'm going to buy a single business 
to replace my income so that I can get out of a job and start to manage that business. The second is the portfolio builders. And those are people that are looking to create a diversified portfolio of passive income, um, kind of little small businesses so that, you know, they have a, a little bit of a safety net and they're not not having to work as much. And then we have the business flippers. And what those folks are looking to do is buy something and grow it and sell it. And, you know, I've done all three um, and depending on where the person is coming from, you know, I'll give a, a different recommendation. What's happened over the last six years is that I saw people who came in as the uh, business buyers who really just wanted to become business owners and start to run those businesses. And then, you know, the, the next step was, okay, well now I really want to get some freedom. So I want to start to invest in other people's deals and start to build this portfolio that produces income for me. And, um, you know, that was really kind of the, uh, the, uh, the main goal. And, and same thing with the flippers where they started out flipping and then they would hold something every once in a while and start to build a portfolio. So a lot of what we're focused on now and about 80 percent of the folks that we work with are really looking to kind of have the foundation be this uh, portfolio of, of, of sm several small uh, businesses, which is just a whole new thing. I mean, back when I was getting started, uh, you know, and when you're doing offline deals, when I moved from internet and, and really started focusing on offline businesses, with offline businesses, you can't get a profitable business under a hundred thousand. You know, everything under a hundred thousand dollars is just crap. Uh, and the bottom line is, you know, you, you still, even if it's really tiny, you have lease, you have employees, you have lights, you, you just have all these things, uh, li uh, the licenses and taxes and, and all this stuff. And it creates this kind of low barrier where it has to at least be so big or it's just not worth it. With internet businesses, I mean, we have bought uh, you know, some amazing forty, fifty thousand dollar businesses that are uh, on a, a return on investment level, incredible uh, deals because you're you're talking about fifty percent returns on on average, and uh, they're very very passive. Where you can get a VA to spend four or five hours. Uh, a week or even a month on some and, and generate that income. So it's a, it's a, that's probably the most exciting thing is that it's just a whole new concept when it comes to, to buying business. There, there are, are, aren't offline businesses that you can buy for 50,000 and just, you know, kind of sit back and collect a check. Uh, before I ask you specifically about the formula, are there, are there individuals that you won't work with or that you that you can't work with, um, whether it's ethically, you know, you just, you don't want them to make the wrong decision and, and maybe it's just not the right time. Like, are there certain people that you don't think are cut out for it at all? So <laughs> there are, and I've had people literally chase me down, trying to, trying to change my mind. And, and the, the bottom line is you just have to be realistic. You know, I work, I have people that come in and they think, okay, you know, literally I, I was talking to uh, one of the guys on my team and, and an email came in. It's like, 
I want to buy Yahoo. Can you guys help me? <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> so we get some crazy stuff. And that's obviously on the outrageous level. But there's still people that, you know, the expectations aren't in line with where they are. And so, you know, we, we've helped people with no money. We've helped people get into deals that were coming out of bankruptcy. We've done some really amazing things. And so because of those case studies and testimonials that some people see, they're like, oh, well, these guys can do anything. And so most of the people that I end up turning away is just folks that I know we, we aren't going to be able to make happy. Uh, you know, we, we have a great reputation and have helped a lot of folks. And so we, we try to protect that and. You know, everybody we work with, I, I interview one on one just to make sure that they're in line uh, with what's going to be realistic and possible. And I love the fact that, you know, 90 percent of the people that, that we work with end up making a profit, which is literally the opposite of uh, most like Internet type of, of programs. So those are the people that I end up turn away, kind of the get rich quick mentality that, that think it's just super easy to go out there and buy Yahoo. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and you, so that to me is the big distinction here is that it, it's not buying businesses because, you know, and I'm, I'll be completely honest with you too, you know, upon first looking at it, like just face value, you think, okay, here's someone else who's trying to, you know, sell me hopes and dreams and lots of money overnight. It, you know, talking to you and understanding it more, it's, it's an, it's an investment strategy. I mean, it truly is work. It's not like, Hey, I'm going to wake up one day, spend a ton of money on this business. And then I'm going to be making billions of dollars. I mean, that's something I want the audience to understand as well is that it's not easy. I mean, and I don't think that's what you're saying at all either. Um, so let's, Right. So let's jump into the ACE formula. Like that's also the name of your book. We will have links in the show notes for the book. Um, you could buy it right on Amazon prime, nice and easy there, but mm-hmm. what, uh, what, what is the ACE formula and, and how does it work? Explain it a little bit. Yeah. So uh, I'll tell you kind of the backstory to it. I, uh, was fortunate enough. I was kind of doing some deals in, in, uh, Tennessee and uh, had a couple people that are like, man, you really got to meet this guy, Mike. He's, he's, they y'all are doing some similar things. I'm like, so what does he do? He's like, I don't really know what he does, but I, I have a feeling y'all need to talk. And I had several people tell me that. So I'm at a party. I eventually run into him and I'm, uh, you know, I'm like, man, a lot of people say we connect, but nobody knows what you do. Like, what is it that you do? And uh, he, he blew my mind when he told me, I'm, right now I'm flipping hospitals. And so that was like, even for somebody who was flipping businesses at that point, it was like, what? You're flipping hospitals? That's outrageous. So I, I was fortunate enough to get a little bit of time with, with him. And there are a couple things that just changed uh, my whole view of, of money and business and, and all of that. And one of them was the fact that for the, the, uh, kind of fourth business that I sold, I wanted to take the funds and start a business. So we were spending time together. I was really excited about my business idea and I go and talk to him about it. And he, um, is sitting there and not responding at all. And I'm kind of like, man, you know, like trying to get more excited and tell them why this is a great idea. And we get to the end and he is, he starts talking about my computer 
He's obviously disinterested in my idea. I'm like, wow. So just no, no response to my idea at all. So he's asked me about my computer. He's like, where'd you buy it? And I told him, you know, I got it from Dale. He was like, but why didn't you go and, and, and just build it? I was like, I don't know how to build a computer. And he's like, well, you could go online and, and learn. I was like, I don't have the parts. Like you could get all the parts online as, as well. And the, the point of what he was saying was, you know, the reason you didn't is because you just want to use a computer. You don't want to try to figure out how to build a computer just so you can use it. And it's the same thing with our income. So every other area in our life, we understand that, you know, if I want a house, I can, 99% of people are just going to go and buy it. I want a car, you know, I'm just going to go find one and and buy it. Even if I want to change a little bit, you know, I may not like the wheels or the seats, whatever. I'm still just going to buy it and start with something else. And so the, the whole ACE form is based off of his concept that there's just a straight, it's a straight line formula. It boils down to the fact that the, the shortest distance between two dots is a straight line. And a lot of us, when we want income, you know, we, we, we throw out every, the way we act every, in every other area of our life. And uh, we're like, oh, well, if I want income, then I have to start it from scratch. I have to like figure it out and test and, you know, lose money for years. And then I got to become an expert in everything. I got to become a financial expert, uh, operationals, hiring. I got to learn how to get some VAs. I got to get good at Facebook ads and Instagram and Periscope and their Snapchat and all of this endless stuff. Stuff that's like, you know, basically doing swirls around the, the, the dots instead of just going and saying, OK, this is the income I need. Let me go figure out how to buy it. I mean, it sounds simple enough, right? But I guess they're going to have to get the book to find out or, <laughs> or they're going to have to hit, hit you up. Uh, Ace, tell us where we can find you. Tell the audience how they can uh, get involved if they're interested in, uh, I know your latest product project, uh, actually it's going to that a little bit. I know you're working on PortfolioSharks.com. Uh, discuss that a little bit and tell people, well, they can obviously find it at PortfolioSharks.com, but tell them a little bit more about it. Yeah. So before the sharks.com, it's just this whole concept, how to start with a small amount of money and kind of snowball the income from your first deal into other deals. And so uh, it's showing people how to build that portfolio of income. So check, definitely check out the the book. It's the aceformula.com. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about the launch of portfolio sharks as well. Very exciting. Um, one, I want you to drop a uh, last little bit of knowledge here. Why, and this is my last question for you. Why are business buyers attracted to buying businesses instead of starting one? What do you have like two or three things about buying a business that is uh, most attractive? Yeah. Yeah. Number one is the risk. Um, it's a, it's a lot in, in just the statistics, um, you know, the, the numbers between the two are, are crazy. And, and so, you know, anytime you're doing anything, you should just look at the people before you and make sure like, okay, what are my odds here? And is the wind against my back or is the wind pushing against my front uh, against me? And so a, a big, uh, part of it is just statistically lowering the risk, which is, is something I'm passionate about because, you know, as, uh, as somebody who works a lot with uh, people who have uh, uh, 
tried to sell businesses that may be failing and that kind of thing. It's it's you know, we can hear the statistics like, oh, 80 percent are going to fail. But they're like real people and real lives and real sacrifice that the, that that huge percentage represents. The second thing is how quickly you can make money. So, you know, one of the shocking things for me was, you know, even with my first business, being able to close it and the very next day, that money is mine. Uh, and so for people that are looking to leave a job and, and that kind of thing, it's it just shortens that period of time. And I'm a big believer that our most valuable asset is our, our time. And so anything that gets me to my goal quicker is is crucial. It's not just like, oh, that's a nice little bonus. It's like, no, like, you know, this is my most valuable asset. Uh, and then the, the last thing is the amount of, of energy, stress, and um, uh, kind of uh, that not, I don't want to say pain, but you know, it's, it's tough. It's just a lot of work to start from zero, get to break even, and then get to profitability. And so, you know, we get to buy businesses from the folks that are like, man, I've poured every, you know, we've, we've had calls from people that it's just like, Hey, I cannot work on this business tomorrow. Like I'm done. I need that. You know, I've sacrificed my family. You know, my marriage is in shambles. And, you know, we've had those conversations with sellers and they're just like, hey, you you guys just take the business. You know, I'll take a portion of the profits. I don't need any money up front because they've got some other priorities that, that are that are there. Those are some very, very interesting things to think about. So if, uh, you know, Starting, you know, we talk a lot about on this podcast, uh, starting your own business and whatnot, but, uh, you know, this is, it's always good. I, I love bringing other, uh, sides to a story uh, and, and I love playing devil's advocate. So uh, to me, this is devil's advocate because we talk about buying, yeah. uh, starting businesses. So, so here we are someone saying, Hey, you know what? It's not always, uh, easy, well, which we know. And, uh, you know, you have other options out there, uh, for you to be profitable and successful and you can still be an entrepreneur. It just doesn't mean you need to physically go and uh, start the business. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that either. So Ace, listen, thank you for joining me on the show. Um, I'm excited to have, you know, the listeners follow you, learn more about you. They can find you at acechapman.com. Uh, they can get your book at the ACE formula and portfolio sharks.com. But where can they uh, contact you personally or, you know, interact with you online personally? Let us know. Yeah. So they can shoot me an email ace at acechapman.com. Happy to answer any, any questions. And you're exactly right. I mean, this, the reason that I, I have to be very passionate about this concept of buying businesses is because for most people, they've never heard it before. It's this very first time that they've ever heard this concept. And, you know, it's a crowded market where 99% of the information is start from scratch. And so for those listeners where where it's like, man, this is really what I'm look, looking for. Those are the folks that, that I'm speaking to. Well, for those folks that are listening, I uh, think Ace is your man and he's definitely the one. He's your ace in the hole. That's it. That's, yeah, that's wanna, right. <laughs> like that's all. I, I just want to keep saying that all day. This is my ace. In the, that's all I wanted to say all day that I had the ace in the hole with uh, Mr. Ace Chapman. I hey, love it. I appreciate you and your time and uh, hopefully we'll talk soon. Bye. Thanks. This has been a VincenzoLandino.com production. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the Brand Boost podcast, please give us a rating, write a review, or subscribe. 
head on over to brandboostcast.com forward slash subscribe.